Hello, and welcome to Spilling the DPT mini-season. I'm your main host, Dr. Ryan McConnell, an assistant professor at Belmont University's physical therapy program. And over these next several weeks, we will be showcasing our talented students as they deliver solid interview styles on PT hot topics surrounding management and strategic planning. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. and welcome to our episode today over PT side hustles. My name is Kenzie Watkins and I'm here with my co-hosts and fellow Belmont DPT third years, Diane Smith and Mallory Sweat. For our inaugural episode, we'll be talking about why many physical therapists have a side hustle, the common PT side hustles in both traditional and non-traditional realms. So let's start out with my fellow co-hosts. Diane, did you have a side hustle during PT school? I did. I actually worked as a barista during first year and then throughout that summer after first year. It kind of started out as a way for me to contribute towards paying the bills. So my husband didn't have to be solely responsible for that. But then it kind of turned into more of a way for me to get away from class and interact with people in my community. I only worked every Saturday, so it gave me a great break while still giving me enough time to study, and so it worked out really well for me. That's great. I like that idea. What about you, Mallory? Yeah, I've done a side job throughout school as well that helped me get involved with the community, and it was a stress reliever for me. I continue to do it. It's giving private basketball lessons. I played college basketball, and that's how I first got started. It gives me extra cash for guilt-free splurge purchases. Like if I want to go out to eat to a nice restaurant or need to buy new shoes. I totally understand that. So I actually had a side hustle as well. I'm an athletic trainer. And so during PT school, I worked part-time both in a clinic and at a school. Usually I worked mostly in the clinic during the summers because I had more hours that fit the normal clinic hours. And then I would provide game coverage during the school year. Honestly, I thought it was a great environment that worked really well around my school schedule. And it actually gave me tons of opportunities to practice my hands-on skills. So do you guys think that you're going to continue to do those side gigs after you graduate and start practicing? Or maybe do you want to start a different side hustle? Or do you think that you'll just focus on physical therapy? Diane, what do you think? Personally, I really hope that the job market for PTs is good enough when I graduate that I don't have to rely on my barista skills once I graduate. Um, but I, I do plan to solely practice PT for a little while, but I'm not going to rule out finding a side hustle in the future. That is something that I am considering, but I would like to be able to just focus on PT for the first, at least first year. That's fair. That's fair. What about you, Mallory? I certainly plan to continue my hustle following graduation. I like coaching. I enjoy investing in young players, getting to see them develop their skill, see them grow their enjoyment for the game, uh, especially a game I have a passion for. Basketball has been a part of my life for so long, and I want to stay connected to it. So providing lessons is also really flexible. I'm able to plan it around a schedule if I had a full-time PT job, which is a huge advantage to that kind of side 
hustle or side job. Um, I've also considered training to be a basketball referee, which I know a couple of other PTs who do. And speaking from experience, the world could use some more good refs. So that's something else I've considered. <laughs> okay. Good points, guys. So I too have considered continuing to provide game coverage um, or just coverage for other events here and there as an athletic trainer. But then I know that I personally won't need the extra job or the money at that point. So I may actually take a break from that to lessen my workload during the first few years like Diane. And so I can focus more on building my skills and looking into residency options. But I definitely am in interested in pursuing either like wellness, physical therapy, online coaching, or even mobile PT later in my career. So Diane, I know that you interviewed several practicing PTs who had side hustles. Would you mind giving us a brief overview of what they did? Sure. Um, I spoke to five different therapy, uh, therapists in regards to their side jobs. We asked questions regarding what type of so, uh, side jobs they had, why they choose those, uh, chose the jobs, also why they thought maybe other therapists had side jobs. And then we also asked how long they had been practicing as PTs and in what settings. We kind of wanted to assess if there was a correlation between where they were practicing or how long they had been practicing and like if that impacted whether or not they had a side job. Right. We found a large variety of responses. Um, I spoke to Dr. Adam Case, who is a director at a large chain outpatient ortho clinic. He also has a side job as strength and conditioning coach um, outside of his PT time as a PT. Um, he started his own personal business while still in PT school and has continued to grow his business while still working as a therapist. So that is one option there. A second person I spoke to was Dr. Amanda Painter Diver, who runs two online businesses. One uh, website is for uh, to help with website design and healthcare entrepreneurs. And then a second is to provide instruction to people who use indoor rowing machines, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, thirdly, Dr. Kimberly started her own real estate investing company while working as a PT. We had Dr. Kelly Kesa, who has decided to work in life insurance, finance, uh, financial planning, and investments. And this is kind of something that she started doing recently due to COVID, which we'll get into uh, some more a little bit later. And then we also spoke to Dr. Ryan McConnell, who teaches some courses here at, in the physical therapy, de therapy department at Belmont University. And he also does things like mobile PT. He's a content creator and things like that on the side as well. Wow. So you've got quite the mix there. Was there any overarching reason for why many of those PTs chose to pursue a side hustle while still working full-time? There was kind of a common theme in that was related to burnout, but everyone kind of had a different way of approaching that subject. Some said that they just wanted variability or a change in scenery, or even that they found their side hustles to be incredibly fulfilling, which is one reason why they enjoyed doing them. Some said that the busy, busy patient schedule can be incredibly overwhelming as a PT, and they just kind of got tired of dealing with things like insurance and stuff like that. Um, some mentioned that they love to be empowered to help people at a faster rate, which they could do in outpatient and different aspects of healthcare. Some said uh, to pay for student loans, or we even had a therapist who said that her hands 
were giving her some issues with all the manual therapy that she was doing. So this having a side job kind of helped her to have a way to spend less time in the clinic. Therefore, it was easier on her body. And then, like I uh, mentioned earlier, Dr. Kelly Kesa, who works as a financial planner, actually, unfortunately, lost her physical therapy job due to COVID. And so she was incredibly resourceful and found a new source of income. And she just dove in head first. Um, and in, do, in doing so, she kind of realized just how much she could help people in their life overall, not just in healthcare, but also in their finances as well. What she said, she's found to be incredibly rewarding. And so she is now, she kind of has an opportunity to, whenever she does go back to physical therapy, to also have this on the side because she said it's very flexible. She can kind of make her own hours. So she is very optimistic about continuing to do the financial planning on this side while um, going back to PT, just because it will help her to, to help those around her in different areas while also making a little extra money. And then Dr. McConnell mentioned that he kind of saw this as an opportunity to opportunity to invest in himself and broaden his skill set while still making extra money. So he saw that he had the same credibility as other content education, continuing education teachers, and thought to himself, like, why not do this? If I have the training and the skills, I might as well do it. And it just kind of seemed like a natural fit to him with his passions um, and things that he wanted to pursue in life. Wow, that's super interesting. So like you said, burnout seemed like it was mentioned quite a bit. Um, how long have the people that you interview been practicing? Do you think that maybe their side gigs were more common among new grads or was it more spread out among PTs within a variety of years of experience and settings? All right, so I don't know about everyone else listening to this podcast right now, but when I spoke to these therapists and they mentioned burnout as a reason for pursuing a side job, I was expecting them to say that they had been in the therapy game for a really long time. I was expecting like 10 to 15 years, maybe even more than that, but that was actually not the case. The amount of time that these therapists had been working ranged from about three to seven years. And a lot of them had started their side jobs only about two to four years after they graduated. So this is something that is very common among new grads and it is something that they started relatively soon in their PT career. And then as far as the settings that they worked in, that also varied a lot as well and the positions that they held. So like I said earlier, I spoke to clinical directors, to just clinicians in the therapy settings, um, and then people who worked in outpatient, who did travel PT. We had someone who was a PTA who switched to becoming a physical therapist. I spoke to someone who had worked in pediatrics, who had worked in the school system. So they'd worked in a variety of settings, but it's kind of not. So what I basically what I'm trying to say is what I found out when speaking to them about their settings is that burnout or having side jobs is not something that is only common in one setting. It's kind of overarching in the PT career field. Wow, that's super enlightening. Um, I feel like the minds of most PTs goes towards something like fitness related when they're thinking of like a possible side job, such as like running a fitness or wellness program, doing mobile PT or coaching. Um, what types of those traditional side jobs did you hear about? Yeah. So when you're talking more about a traditional side job, that would be more ones that are directly 
uh, that directly utilize your PT skills. These can be things like a cash mobile PT service or wellness screenings that you go do for teams or in companies. Or you can also, it can also include things that simply involve physical fitness or training, such as strength and conditioning coaching, the indoor rowing machine instructing, or even being like a yoga instructor. Gotcha. So that was coming from more of a traditional viewpoint. What about the more non-traditional side of things that you learned about? What stuck out to you about them? So there are so many options here. I mean, your imagination is, that's the limit. You can pretty much do anything that you want as long as it has the flexibility. Um, And we found a lot of different ideas out there. We had travel agents, pampered chef consultants, financial planners or day trading. We had real estate investors. And then also a lot of people had like dog sitting or dog walking companies. Um, So basically people just found things that they love doing and they use them to kind of mix things up. Um, Also one therapist mentioned that her side job actually fit her personality better than her PT job. She explained that she is an introvert. And so she finds talking to patients and to people at the clinic all day, very draining. So she used her side job kind of as an outlet to let go of some of that stress. I just really think that having something in your life that you do for yourself that you enjoy can help you find balance. And so then by finding something that is fulfilling, it will help you to avoid burnout. Wow. Yeah. Some of those I definitely would have never thought about. I'm sure some of our listeners are wondering what kind of barriers some of those jobs have towards getting started. I mean, PTs go through a ton of schooling now before they can even start practicing. So did any of those jobs not require any additional education or training beyond what you would get by graduating with a doctorate in physical therapy? Absolutely. There are a lot of things that you can do that kind of fall under the umbrella of PT or things that you can do just utilizing the education that you get through PT school. So this would include things like strength and conditioning, wellness PT, doing mobile PT, or like the lady who was a rowing coach, Um, anything like that, you can start basically just off of the knowledge that you already have and be very great at it. Yeah, I can get that. I've I've definitely considered doing wellness-based physical therapy, or I guess maybe even more like personal training on the side um, after I finish school, because I, I mean, I love fitness. I know we all do. I just feel like sometimes it's nice to focus more on the fitness aspect of our degree, as opposed to just the rehab part all the time. But um, on another note, Mallory, do you want to tell our listeners what uh, mobile PT is? Mobile PT is almost like a concierge treatment. It can be cash-based or even a hybrid model. So you can have a certain insurance company that you accept payment through along with cash services. Obviously, this would be much easier if your state allows direct access, but you can provide services for a flat rate like dry needling, wellness screens. You can do injury prevention education or even actual intervention of PT. And so legally speaking, all you need is your PT license, a company PLC or your business license, you need liability coverage, and then obviously something to document what you're doing. And so I think this is something a lot of people are pursuing because they're, they're able to go at this side job at their own pace and their own hours. It's something I'm considering um, because 
not necessarily for the extra money, but just an opportunity to educate more individuals and provide them health services that keep them moving. Yeah, that's super interesting. I bet like you could have a really low overhead uh, with that type of business. Diane, what would be some examples of jobs that did require extra training other than our PT degree? Yeah, so certain things in fitness do require extra degrees or certifications, I guess would be the right word. Um, as far as like a yoga instructor, they would have to get certain certifications in order to teach. Um, and then things like financial planning or loans or um, selling insurance, things like that will require extra training. Um, but I, the therapist I spoke to about that did mention that it was very flexible as far as the training. It was kind of something that she did on her own. And so she could go at her own pace. And she said it took her, um, it did not take her very long to complete that, the certification that she needed for that. And then there are also things that are just kind of self-taught, um, like real estate investing. That's kind of something that uh, one of the PTs I spoke to, she uh, bought her own home and kind of just learned through that process. So you can be very resourceful and teach yourself things. Yeah, and I'm assuming, um, obviously, to be a teacher or to do content creation, you'll need some extra education with that too, right? Yes, that is uh, absolutely true. I'm glad that you brought that up. So in order to teach, um, some are required to complete residency or do some continuing ed education for that. That makes sense. Diane, you mentioned that having a side job can prevent burnout. But to me, I kind of feel like that having a side job or, you know, an extra job, two jobs, maybe more that could cause or even contribute to burnout quicker. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Very good question. I'm glad that you asked it because both can be true. I think that it can be a source um, or a good thing to prevent burnout, but it also can um, cause it. So I think that if your side job is something that you're passionate about, you truly enjoy, and if it is a, like a true source of fulfillment in your life, I 100% think that it can help to prevent burnout. However, if it is something that you feel like you have to do, like you're, you're trapped in it and you, you feel like there's no escape, the only way that you can either like pay off your debt or things like that is to have this side job, I think it can, it can become stressful very quickly. So physical therapy is a full-time job. It takes a lot of time because you're spending time in the clinic. And then oftentimes um, therapists take their laptops home. They do, they do documentation at home. So it's not always just a nine to five job. So it can be very time consuming in and of itself. But then if you also have a second job on top of that, that can eat up like any spare time that you have in your life at all. So I think it can be uh, very easy to become spread too thin. So it's kind of a fine line. You have to find with uh, time management there. So in that case, if you don't manage that time correctly and it is something that you feel like you're trapped in, I definitely would agree that it can um, lead to burnout very quickly. Right. And I guess you could definitely say that it really depends on the person as well. I mean, we love that answer. It depends because it really... How many plates are you, are you spinning? Are you, how many balls are you juggling? If you are a parent or if you are working full-time or if you have multiple side gigs, like I could see how it could get very stressful very quickly. But at the same time, I see how doing something fun that you really 
enjoy every few weekends or a few nights a week could be a nice stress reliever as well. So that's a, that's a really good point. Okay, Diane, last question. I know some employers and maybe some companies have made it known that they may look down on PTs who pursue side gigs and question the ethics of the PT who they would argue are not fully 100% devoted to their work. What are some of the potential ethical dilemmas that you have found out about and how did the PTs that you interviewed balance that with their side job? Yeah, so one of the biggest things is what you just mentioned, being 100% present at your job. Some employers are afraid that if the PTs in their facility have a side job, they won't be able to balance the two. Um, And then also competition. If you do have a side job that is more PT geared, um, you could potentially be taking away business from the clinic. So those are some things that are definitely um, considered ethical issues with side jobs. But everyone that I did, I spoke to obviously had a side job and they kind of gave me the same answer when asked how they thought about the ethical issues with it. Um, And they kind of gave me the typical PT answer that I know we have all heard a million times. And that is that it depends. So it completely 100% depends on the person. If you are someone who can compartmentalize well enough and be 100% present at your PT job when you're there with your um, patients when you're working with them, then that is something that, that if you're able to do that, then having a second job would not be an ethical issue for you because you can do what you need to do. And you're, you're doing the job that you're being paid to do. And, um, one of the therapists I spoke to actually said that his job, which he was the, um, the strength and conditioning coach said that his, side job actually benefited his clinic because whenever he saw someone who needed additional care from what he could offer as that strength and conditioning coach, he then referred them to the clinic. So it could be a positive relationship. You just have to keep in mind that some clinics will have you sign a non-compete clause. So that would then prohibit you from even thinking about doing like mobile PT or screenings or things like that within a certain radius of the clinic. So that could be an issue that you should, you need to think about. Those are some really good points. Thank you so much for explaining all of that, Diane. Mallory, do you have anything that you want to add that maybe you found either through class or being out in the community as far as side hustles go? Yeah, I think we see two central themes with why physical therapists are choosing a side job. And the first big one is loan repayment. Many young therapists feel it absolutely necessary to have two jobs in order to have financial freedom. They feel super anxious once they graduate of how will I overcome this student debt? And so I want to encourage listeners that if that's you and the reason you feel like you're needing a side job or you're feeling anxious for student loan payoff is do some research about loan repayment or forgiveness opportunities. So a huge one out there is the Veteran Affairs. They have a loan forgiveness program, as well as scholarships for school. There's several states and rural hospitals that provide repayment programs for working in that area or underserved areas. Um, Some people even do pro bono work or weekend mobile clinics for underserved areas for tax deductions, which I think student loan debt is a topic to be saved for another day. But the other thing that we're seeing is burnout. 
And I think therapists are taking advantage of the awesome skill set we possess and utilizing it in so many other settings. I don't think therapists should feel burdened or obligated to have a side gig. It is totally normal if you just have one job. But if you have a passion for something or you want that change in pace, then go get it. Go for it, you know. Take the steps to plan out what your side hustle is going to be. If it needs extra education or certification, plan how you're going to pay for that. Plan how you're going to take those courses and then go put it into action. Get to work doing it. Um, So I really hope this conversation has inspired or encouraged anyone who's considering this and help you get the process starting. Thank you so much, Mallory. That was great. So I think we covered some really good stuff today, but it looks like we're running out of time. So we'll table this discussion for now. We would like to give a special thanks to Dr. Adam Kays, Dr. Amanda Painter-Diver, Dr. Kimberly Marie, Dr. Kelly Casa, and Dr. Ryan McConnell for taking the time to speak to us about their thoughts on this topic. Again, this is Kenzie Watkins and my fellow co-hosts, Diane Smith and Mallory Sweat, signing off for now. Bye, guys. And that's all for this episode of Spilling the DPT. We'll look forward to spilling with y'all next time. And if you don't mind, in the meantime, drop us a rating and a comment, and we'll look forward to you tuning in next time.